Welcome to the Eddie Hyatt Podcast. I am your host and teacher, Eddie Hyatt. So glad you joined me today. So excited about this series we're doing on uh, characteristics of a heaven-sent revival. Today we're going to talk about praying in faith. For the last three days, I think it is, we've been talking about the characteristics of revival praying, the kind of prayers that will bring revival into our midst and on the scene. And today I want to talk about praying in faith, praying in expectation that God will do exactly what he said and promised he would do. And I'm going to read a scripture, Mark chapter 11, verses 22 through 24. These are the words of Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to them, by the way, this, this, the context of this is that they were going, they were staying out, I believe it was in Bethany, and they were going into Jerusalem, which was a short distance, and they passed a fig tree. And as they approached it, it says that Jesus was expecting to uh, get some fruit from it, but when they got there, it had no fruit. And Jesus cursed the fig tree and said, uh, you know, nobody would eat fruit of it. Well, let me just read that to you in verse 13. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. Now, there was no immediate change. However, when they went out of the city later in the day, going back to Bethany, uh, uh, no, as it, it was the next morning as they were coming back into the city. I'm sorry. So there has been approximately, uh, probably close to 24 hours. Verse 20, 20 says, Mark eleven twenty. Now in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. Wow. And, G- and Peter remembering, he remembered that Jesus spoke to the tree and said, no one is going to eat fruit from you ever again. He said, said, Rabbi or teacher, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. And so Jesus answered. Now, this is, this is what I want us to hear today. Verse 22, 23 and 24. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. In the Greek, it's in, it's in the uh, possessive, that phrase, have faith in God. Literally, have the faith of God or have the God kind of faith. Let God release his faith in you and through you. Be yielded to his Holy Spirit and let him express his faith through you. Have the faith of God, Jesus said. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed to be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Now I want to focus in on this verse 24. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them. When are you to believe that you receive them? When you pray. When will you have them? Well, at some future point. But you don't believe that you receive them after you have them. The believing and receiving by faith comes first, and then you will have them comes later. Let's look at this again. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, 
and you will have, that's future, you will have them. Wow. This first came alive to me many years ago. I guess it would be like uh, probably 45 years ago. Wow. Probably, see, soon I'll be married 47 years uh, next month in on May 17th. So it's probably been uh, 46 years or more because this was in the first year of our marriage. And um, we, we had uh, purchased a mobile home. And uh, we set it up out in the country. Sue knew some people, had some friends that they uh, let us set it up on a, a country spot that they had, a very nice spot out in the country next to a lake, a small lake. And uh, so uh, we, 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 this was like in the summertime. So we moved it out and, the, and the, the, the company that moved it for us, they just put it up on some, you know, some little blocks and two befores and so on. But then people were telling me, this is Canada. This is, this is cold winters. They were saying, hey, you, you need to get some uh, railroad ties and, and and put it under your mobile home, block it up, and then put skirting around it because when winter arrives, otherwise everything, your pipes, everything are going to freeze up. And so I started looking for railroad ties, and I told everyone that I would, you know, ask anybody if they knew any my in-laws, my brother-in-laws, and my father-in-law asked him if they knew any place where I might find some railroad ties. And uh, I learned that a railroad, there were two railroad companies. So I, I went to them. One didn't have any. And the other one told me they had some that I could have. And so I, I went out and I rented a pickup truck. And I still remember I paid $20 for it. But I went and the, the railroad ties, they were all rotted. Couldn't use them. And so here I am, and and the weeks are passing by, the months are passing by, and now it's we're getting into fall, and I haven't found any railroad ties anywhere, and so I get I'm starting to get a little desperate, and I I was at that time I read Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe you receive them, and you you will have them. And I remember reading that in the Amplified uh, translation, and the Amplified translation says something like this. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that it has been granted to you and you will have them. Well, somehow that that gave resonated with me. Believe that it has been granted to you. When you pray, believe it has been granted to you and you will have them. So I got down on my knees again and I said, God, I need some railroad ties. And I'm reading here in your word that you tell me that if I will believe, that it has been granted to me that I will have it. So, Lord, I, th- this is something, this is a legitimate need. I know of no reason why you wouldn't answer this prayer. You've promised to supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. So, Lord, I believe that you have granted my request, according to Mark eleven twenty four. And I'm not going to ask you for this again, but every time it comes to my mind from now on, I'm just going to thank you and praise you for it. And so... Well, shortly after that, one of my brothers-in-law asked me, said, have you found any railroad ties? Well, I, I wanted to, I, I didn't want to tell an untruth, but I I wanted to stay in faith and let my words be, be uh, comparable and in agreement with my faith. So I said to him, I've got some on the way. Because you see, I had decided to believe that when I prayed my, that, my request had been granted. Wow. And if my request had been granted, then I didn't know what was going to happen, but I had some on the way. 
And then I remember my father-in-law asked me, said, uh, do you find any railroad ties? I said, I've got some on the way. <laughs> well, it happened far beyond anything that I, I could imagine because I thought, I really expected God to answer, but I thought somebody was going to tell me where I could find some and I would have to uh, rent a, another pickup truck and, and go load them and, and drive way out 17 miles. We were 17 miles out in the country. And we, we, our mobile home, you had to drive a third of a mile off the country road down through the pasture. So hardly anyone knew where we were. I mean, we were not, we were not that easy to find. So you can imagine our surprise not too long after this. We had, had been to, to, to church on a, I think it was probably a Wednesday night. And, um, it was, it was getting dark early already. And it was very dark, and we drove, we turned off the country road, we're driving down through the pasture, and then drove into the um, the front area of our mobile home, and our lights, as our lights lighted up that front area of our mobile home, our, sh- our shock there in our yard was this massive pile of railroad ties. Oh, it looked like they had just fallen out of heaven, this massive column. And, and these were nice ones. These were not rotted ones. They were nice ones. Looked like they were almost like they were new. And so we just got out and just kind of walked around and looked at this in amazement. Wow. We went up. And there was a an envelope on the door. So I, I, I opened, we opened the envelope. Amazingly, there was a $20 bill in there. And then there was a note from an individual. We didn't go to the same church, but we had happened to be in the same home prayer meeting uh, that was the people who owned this property, they had it in their home. This couple happened to be there, and I had mentioned that I was needing some railroad ties. And so I called him up to thank him for it and, and ask him, how did this happen? He said, you know, it was really strange. You know, my friends, God, God can answer our prayers in ways that will leave us thinking, wow, that was really strange how that happened. He said, there's this guy at work. He said, he's not a Christian. And uh, so he said, we were talking and he said uh, that he had to go pick up some railroad ties after work. And I remember what you said. And I said to him, I know a guy that needs some railroad ties. And this non-believer, this non-Christian said, well, why don't you come with me and we'll get him a load. <laughs> so they went out and they loaded up this man's truck, this non-Christian's truck, drove from where they had to come from, it must have been well over 20 miles one way, brought it out, dumped it in our yard, left a $20 bill. And I felt that was that was like God saying, paying me back for going to the trouble of renting a pickup to thinking that I was going to get some railroad ties. And, uh, and by the way, that same unchristian man who brought us those railroad ties, he and his wife later came to Jesus and became a part of our congregation in that area. Oh, my friends, isn't God, isn't the God we serve awesome? Now, I want to just bring that over to revival. I read last week about Charles Finney, about him praying in faith for revival. Now, now, now there is prayer. God, by his spirit, will inspire this kind of faith and bold praying bold praying. And so I just want to read again what he said. Uh, Let me just turn over, just bear with me here. Let's see, where was that? Yeah, here we go. He talks about how that 
that God gave him such boldness and such faith. He said, I felt so certain that he would hear me. In other words, he believed it was being granted to him and that faithfulness to his promises and to himself rendered it impossible that he should not hear an answer. He's praying for revival and he's praying in faith based on God's promises to pour out his spirit. And, to, and, and like it says in Isaiah 44, 3, I will pour water. That's, that's the Holy Spirit. Water's the top of the Holy Spirit. I'll pour water on the one who is thirsty and floods on the dry ground. Oh, my friends, as we pray for revival, pull out those promises of God, write them down, lay them before you and pray those promises and begin to pray and thank God that he is granting the things that we are asking of him and the promises and you will have them. Father, we thank you today that we can count on you. You are faithful. There is nothing more sure in the universe than your word of promise. Thank you for sending real revival to America, to Canada, to Ireland, Pakistan, to Uganda, to the nations of the world. For Lord, you said that you would pour out your spirit on all flesh in the last days. Thank you for doing it in Jesus' name. Hey, uh, check out my website, eddiehyatt.com. My name. The book I am recommending during this time is a book that has uh, documentation of powerful revivals. It will inspire you. It will encourage you. It will inform you. It's called 1726. It is available on our website and also available on Amazon. Check it out, 1726, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.